Welcome to the Generations Church Podcast. I'm Jeff Luddington, and at Generations Church, we exist to glorify God in our community, to make disciples that make disciples, and to multiply churches so that the next generation is equipped to glorify God better than we did. Welcome to the Generations Church 5-Minute Recap, where we take the Sunday message, boil it down to something 5 minutes or less, summarize it, maybe take it in a different direction, while always aiming to make it more applicable. This last Sunday, we covered Isaiah 15 and 16, and the main idea was that repentance ushers in grace. Repentance is the turning from anything that's opposed to God's best plan for us and running from it. Repentance ushers grace into our lives and restores our soul. There is no true Christian faith that exists apart from ongoing repentance. No matter how long you're a follower of Jesus, no matter how long you place your faith in Jesus, true Christian faith has ongoing repentance. Now, Isaiah focuses on a prophecy over a nation called Moab. It begins in this way. It says, concerning Moab, heir of Moab is laid waste in a night. Moab is undone. Kir of Moab is laid waste in a night. Moab is undone. So this nation will be destroyed or undone, God proclaims, in this nation called Moab. Now let's back up to the roots of who Moab is. If you back all the way up to the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah in Genesis 19, what you know is these two wicked cities are destroyed, but God saves Lot. Now, Lot isn't following God at the time. He is not uh, practicing repentance. He is not exhibiting true faith. But because of God's grace, Lot is rescued, and he and his two daughters escape the city before the destruction. But as they escape out into the wilderness, as they get away from the town, what happens is they begin to lose even more faith in God. And so one night, Lot's daughters get their father drunk, and they sleep with him and get pregnant. And the first son of this incestuous relationship is a boy named Moab. Now just imagine this, beginning from sin, beginning out of judgment, pursuing even further, moving away from God, not trusting in God, unchecked sin, lives unrepentant, drifts out into this nation that is unrepentant. When Lot and his daughters, or even us today, live in unchecked sin, it causes us to quit trusting in God. And ultimately, it causes us to reject God, ending in devastation and despair. Now, let me ask a different question. We didn't ask this on Sunday, but I want to, if you're listening to this, what if your lack of repentance to God has a direct effect for generations to come? Meaning, what if your lack of turning to God will impact your children and your grandchildren? That's what happens with Lot and his daughters and his grandchildren, his grandson Moab, which becomes a nation. Now, there's a second thing going on in Isaiah 15 as well. Here's Isaiah's words in between the prophetic words of God. In verse 5, it says, My heart cries out for Moab. Her fugitives flee. See, Isaiah weeps for Moab. Even though they've been enemies of God's people, just like we too ought to weep and long for those who are far from God, that they might be restored. So as God is proclaiming destruction, Isaiah is weeping over the people. And it says this, the waters of Nimrim are in desolation. The grass is withered. The vegetation fails. The greenery is no more. And it paints this utter picture, picture of destruction. As Isaiah 16 opens up, it shifts gears to what the response of the people of God should be. 
It says this, Like fleeing birds, like a scattered nest, so are the daughters of Moab at the fords of Arnon. Give counsel, grant justice, make your shade like night at the height of noon. Shelter the outcast, do not reveal the fugitive. Let the outcast of Moab sojourn among you. Be a shelter to them from the destroyer. Now understand this, God's people have been persecuted by the Moabites, and they don't get along. But God is a place of refuge for people in need. And if God is a place of refuge for people in need, therefore his people should be a place of refuge as well. This is an area that we as a church may need to repent. Now remember, we've, we began this talking about repentance, turning from anything that is not godly. So we closed with the repentance for the lost, those who are not followers of Jesus yet. We talked about repentance for the individual in the church. Every one of us needs to continually turn back to God. We talked about corporate repentance in the church. And there's this one verse that will come up later in Isaiah 45. It really summarizes it all. God says this, Isaiah 45:22, Turn to me and be saved, all the ends of the earth, for I am God and there is no other. 